0: Welcome to the Just What I Needed to Hear podcast with Yoga Farm Ithaca, where we teach you how to live the principles of yoga both on your mat and off the mat in the living curriculum of your precious life. This thread is this deep longing to be for ourselves, this longing to be free of unnecessary suffering. We all share this. What does every, every human being in the world want? In its simplest form, you could say happiness. Happiness and joy are different. And so that's why I say, actually, it's we all want freedom from unnecessary suffering which affords us access to the embodied living experience as our soul vow, as joy, as happiness, as the ability to respond to life exactly as it is in the scene we're in with the characters showing up exactly as they show up with the plot twists and all, (laughs) exactly as they're unfolding, that is ultimately freedom from unnecessary suffering to greet the living moment at play exactly as it is through the lens through clear lenses through clear lenses so these practices that you all show up for your own steady effort is like the polishing of the lens it's the purifying and the clarifying, the reconciling, the resolving, that those, as Christopher says, the side effects of life. What are the side effects of life? Well, we all have this, this amazing and scary and challenging and profound human, precious human life. It's precious. And for our ability to feel free, what does our soul want? It wants to feel free, fulfilled and self-expressed, unleashed. And what inhibits that is anything within us, especially what's unconscious, that taints the way we perceive the living moment, the plot, the plot joys, the plot neutrality, the plot twists and challenges in our lives are all ultimately, it is the plot. It is the great humbler. Life is the great humbler. It's here to humble us into our vast, limitless, wide open heart. The heart is always wide and open. It is the mind, the warehouse of the conditioned mind that opens and closes, that gives us access or denial to that vast open heart of both compassion and wisdom. So life will unfold to show us what we we didn't know about ourselves. It shows us our reactivity. It shows us where we resist being in flow with what is. It shows us where we're control freaks. It shows us everything. We can either work with it and allow it to purify us. We can rally against it or we could just sleep our way through it. It doesn't matter what others are doing. It's for you. It's for you. That's the whole point of being in your lane. Full-time job, friends. Being aware of our inner dialogue, of how we're describing and perceiving the very scene we're in right now. When we finish, we'll be in another scene when you you just like when you're watching a great movie or play, the set and setting changes. You go through a doorway in your house or you leave your house. Every doorway says to you plot change, new scene. So life is here. If you have a, if you have issues around thinking you're better than others, life will humble you to show you you're not. If you're, if you unconscious wounds, those soul wounds, we all get them, all five of them, abandonment, rejection, betrayal, humiliation, injustice, in varying doses, all the right recipe for our growth and evolution and healing. Life will give us the plot that affords us the opportunity to reconcile, to get. If, you, if your issues are about unworthiness, or not good enough, or not, I can't speak up, then life will keep giving you opportunities. You'll get jerks in your life <laughs> to show you. No, sweetheart, you are worth it. And you do get to say up, s- speak up. So we work with it consciously, we sleep through it, or we rally against it. Those are kind of the only three paths. So this this series of practices this morning is one of many ways that we can start to bring up into the light of awareness. In the tradition, in the Hawaiian tradition, they say that the most important relationship you can have in your life is with the inner child. Now the inner child is a broad term that describes all of the conditioning that we've experienced, especially that which has settled into us, into our beliefs about ourselves, others and the world. It's the inner child that is reactive. It's never the self, it's never the soul. It's the inner child. What is inner child? Because not everyone resonates with that language. Think of inner child as, any younger aspects of you right you know when you're reactive you can ask yourself the brilliant question how old do i feel right now you don't even have to go find a memory it's just the simple straightforward question of how old do i feel right now so as we're attending and reconciling these beliefs that say you're separate, abandoned, alone, not good enough, not worthy enough, a phony, a fraud, uh, not doing enough. These are all from our conditioning and they run amok. The, the, in, in the, in the Hawaiian tradition, it's called the unihipili, uni the inner child, the unconscious inner child is destructive. It's innocent doesn't know. It's destructive as a way to try to protect us from the bad shitty thing happening again. Whatever it is, I don't want to feel abandoned or rejected, so I'll send the shitty text. I don't want to believe that I'm not doing enough, so I'll do more to overcompensate and prove to the world and my family that I I can make it because I'm not who they always said I was. Right? You can see how much of our energy is spent in this compensatory I think that's a word a way of compensating for these wounds but however the unihipili is is unconscious and so the unconscious aspects of ourselves are destructive to ourselves others and in the world that's the one wing of the bird as one of my very precious teachers says two wings of the bird on this path friends Steady self-effort and grace. You can interchange your soul vow with grace, love, divinity, consciousness, goodness, divine creative intelligence, God, whatever, the force, Star Wars fans, really, the force. Parents, if you have children, Star Wars is an excellent spiritual education for your children. You'll know when they're old enough. So we work, we just keep showing up. And we cannot undo anything that we've just talked about through the mental body. We can't think our way into, I'm good enough. We can't think our way into, I'm doing enough, right? It's like, how many times have you said, damn it, like, I'm struggling with trying to do things perfect. And I know uh, theoretically that's not right, and yet it keeps coming back, and it keeps coming back, keeps coming back. So it's, it's, it's we show up for practices so that grace can enter us where she or it already abides and catalyzes a direct experience. It's like a flash of lightning that you can't unsee, you can't unexperience. And you want to hold those direct insight experiences like the most precious jewels. And you want to keep a journal of like my direct experiences of insight. List them, name them very succinctly because I often refer to the ones I've experienced in my meditations. I will resummon them, play them out. I never want to forget them. The mind has 80,000 thoughts a day. Start to choose consciously, what do I want to think about right now? What do I want to think about? Resummon those embodied embodied direct experiences you have, those flashes of insight. One One of the most gentle, beautiful, and compassionate things that I think we can do for starters is to A, set the intention that we would, we would, we would we really wish to be shown what is this part of our body seeking to express or communicate with us? What does it need? Where, what does it want to express to me? So in other words, I go into a meditation with any ache or pain or anything, any sensation that I experience, and I invite it to have tea with me. I go sit with it I Just and I listen, show me, you may do this lying down, you may want wish to sit up, you may wish to take a walk with it, what do you want to show me? I'm available, I'm listening. And in the space between mental activity, you'll, you'll hear or be shown whatever you need to hear or be shown. And the more you can do this in a relaxed way versus a a tense, I need to get to the source of this. I need to understand it's like a Chinese finger trap. The more you need to get out of it, the tighter it holds you. (laughs) Right. So we want to like, we want to again, greet any ache or pain as if we're sitting with a, a seven year old. And just, and just start to enter into a dialogue with it. I'm available and I'm listening. You may not hear something for a while because maybe the mental body may be tight, may, who knows? And and that's always, I, I, that has never failed me. I'm 50 years old. That practice has been my constant companion for half my life. It never fails to either give me some insight or because you're holding the intent just to, to understand it, not to fix or change, to understand it. The next steps will come. So if I don't hear something concrete, suddenly somebody shows up in my life that's useful. Or an article shows up, right, that has something click. So ask, and I'm always shown. And be patient with it.